Hey everyone, Michael here. Do you ever do something perfectly the first time you try it? Yeah, well, neither do we. I'm recording this short intro on my phone to let you know we're trying something different. Uh, the audio quality might not be as great. Uh, we're still trying to figure things out. So thank you so much for listening. Look forward to hearing your comments and feedback as we begin this new phase of Elevate Retake. Hey, this is Taylor, and welcome back to Elevate Retake. We want you to experience faith as the continual everyday process of learning more about the Bible, ourselves, and God. And we believe that this podcast will be just what you need to come to a closer relationship with God. So we already released our message for this week. It was actually just a couple days ago. And now Pastor Michael and I are sitting down and we are going to kind of dissect the message a little bit, giving it a retake. All right. So our engaged question was, where are we now? Yes. It's kind of, kind of broad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I also very scary. (laughs) I intentionally make the questions kind of broad because I want people to think about it. I think that's good. That's definitely helpful. Yeah. Some people are like, this is too obtuse. And it's like, no, it's open-ended. So you can kind of fit it in. You have to think (laughs) of your own ideas and what's going on in your own life. So we're looking at Matthew 24, right? Um, destruction of Jerusalem, yes. the signs of the times, all that kind of stuff. What stuck uh, stuck out to you from this particular section of scripture from the message? You know, it's hard because initially even reading it is just, my initial thought is it's scary. It's one of those things that I've always grown up and it's been in the back of my head. I know it's happening and I know it's coming and yeah, I I'm going to I'm going to be ready whenever it does come. But the thing is, reading uh, chapter 24 just made me realize all the more that it's here. It's now as much as I feel like my generation takes this as don't do this and be ready for this. And so many, so many rules and look out for the signs. It's more of I love how we talked about what stuck out to me was the fig tree, Mm -hmm. because in some of uh, the parables that we might see or little stories that are, you know, hidden in the verses and in the scripture, instead of being kind of, you know, in in verse 28, we see, just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. That's not a Mm. very pleasant, like, view, and it's kind (laughs) of like, oh, man, like that, I kind of think of death. Yeah. But instead, the fig tree, I like how it says when its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. These are like pleasant things. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of I loved how Jesus turned a pleasant thing. Well, the signs aren't pleasant things. Mm -hmm. He turned awful things into look at it as a sign of hope. Yeah. And as hard as that might be, I am here and think of it that way. And Mm -hmm. I, I really took comfort in that because reading through all of it is really, it's really heavy and it's really scary and there's so much to think about. But once you get there, it's kind of inspiring. It makes you stand back for a Mm -hmm. second because it's different. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this chapter, right? There's the false messiahs, there's rumors of wars and wars and just all kinds of craziness. And then Mm -hmm. talk about the, 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 the desolation of the holy place and then these other signs and it just can get so overwhelming. But I think yeah, I agree with uh, your finding in that what stuck out to me is that Jesus is like, hey, this is, 
you can look at these things to know that I'm, I'm coming back. Yes. You don't have to be afraid of them. Like it is yes. going to be don't scary. Don't panic. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Um, I found it interesting. I didn't actually go through and like count the number of times, but I just kind of like made a mental note in my head. Mm-hmm. But I read misled, like don't let people mislead you. Um, they will deceive you. I read that so many times, like don't be misled, don't be deceived. But he also follows that up with don't panic, like don't mm. freak out about that. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. These are warnings. I'm not trying to scare you. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was really cool too. So before we press record, you mentioned kind of a little bit of an unsureness about like what Jesus is talking about in this passage. Like, does it apply back to disciple times? Does it apply to us now? Yes. Is it immediate? Is it not? Like (laughs) unpack that for me a little bit. So that started at first. I didn't really think about it until I got to verse 15. But um, I mean, it even starts what in chapter two, but he responded, do you see all these buildings? I tell you the truth. They will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of the other. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Oh, okay. And like hearing, hearing in your sermon, you talk about they viewed the temple, like the Jews viewed the temple as like God on earth. And it's just, it's a huge deal. And so to think Mm -hmm. about that for them is like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. But then is he really talking about the temple or is he talking about himself in the next few days, his mm-hmm. crucifixion, or is it really actually saying, hey, like even after I'm gone, like the temple isn't going to be here. And that's talking mm-hmm. about near, yeah. but like, you know, like not distant future, but near future events. Yeah. But yeah, then verse 15, I was definitely lost. I was like, <laughs> wait a second. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what to think about this. Yeah. So verse 15 is when it's like, so when you see standing in the holy place, the abomination that causes desolation spoken of through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judah flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down to take anything out of the house. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. Uh, How dreadful it would be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not take place in the winter on the Sabbath. Uh, for then there will be great distress unequaled from the beginning of the world until now and never to be equaled again. And that also confused me because, okay, it kind of seems like in chap- um, in verse 15, it's a little bit different. It's talking, it mm-hmm. seems like it's more near future. But mm-hmm. then again, in verse 21, for there will be greater anguish than any time since the world began, and it will never be so great again that has to obviously be talking about distant future, like the end, like Mm -hmm. the very end. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, well, it kind of seems like they go back and forth and that's, what's really confusing. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus with his disciples here, um, he's, because the disciples originally come to him, they're like, so what's the sign? Like, how do we know you're coming back? Yes. And then he just lists off sign after sign after sign after this. And the language moves, right? Mm-hmm. From from things that could apply right then to things that are like in the future. Uh, and I think my takeaway from that, you know, we can definitely see uh, verses 15 through 21 are talking about when the temple in Jerusalem was destroyed. And there was actually Roman armies set up. They came yes. and burned down the temple. We can see that in history. Um, and that was speaking to a, the specific a, a, a first century AD disciples yes. um, and giving them instructions there. Uh, but I think in principle, it comes back out. It says this is a, a foreshadowing of a warning of what's to come, mm-hmm. right? The, so. the end is coming. You need to be prepared for it. And uh, the other interesting thing to think about is, you know, what's the end of the world for you and I? Yes. Right? But, you know, the generation that is is older than us that mm-hmm. has lived 80, 90 years 
coronavirus in 2020, the election of Joe Biden as president for them could be the end of the world. Like that, they're like, how could we possibly live past that? Mm -hmm. And for us, it's like, well, you know, like things are kind of okay, but it's kind of getting crazy. crazy. (laughs) You know, it's not like, oh, things are getting crazy. It's kind of like things have been crazy. Yeah. So. And then think about people that die. For them, the end of the world is right then. Yes. Because according to scripture, when somebody dies, they rest in Jesus. The next thing they know, they're seeing Jesus come back. Yes. And so what's the end of the world for me? And I think Jesus is calling for hypervigilance. This is just look out mm-hmm. around you because you don't know how bad this is actually going to get because it's going to get pretty bad. Yes. And then hold on to the hope that when you see those bad things, I'm coming back soon. I love that. And I did... Um, I actually talked with my mom about it and she reminded me, she said, it's not always about, oh my goodness, the end of the world is so scary. And yes, it is. Mm -hmm. But the end of your world could be different than the end of my world. I could Mm -hmm. be gone tomorrow. You could be gone in 50 years. We don't know what Jesus is just saying is be ready now Mm -hmm. because you don't know when I'm coming and you don't know when you're going to leave this earth. It, It just... That kind of boggled my mind. I was like, what? Oh my goodness, you're so right. Yes, indeed, indeed. I guess I took, I didn't really, until I like studied chapter 24, where are we now? I kind of viewed that as like, okay, so if you're like in a group, like where are we now? Like look at it like strategically or looking at all the events. Okay, so what what are we predicting? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's so much more than that. It's a question of where are we now could also mean like, where am I now? Mm-hmm. Am I ready? Mm-hmm. Am, am I sure that my faith in God is as strong as it can be? Well, no. Mm-hmm. Every single day my faith can get better and better and bigger. And I think that's awesome. And that's why I love this opportunity because it's like, it's scary to talk about things like this, especially whenever my understanding is... I, I don't have a very great understanding of this yeah. and that makes it even scarier. Yeah. Um, but the idea of being able to get stronger in Jesus and know that our faith is growing and where are we now? The goal for that question is to be like, we're ready mm-hmm. or I'm ready. Yeah. And that's, yeah. what's really cool yeah. is the step. It's just steps leading to that. Yeah, exactly. So. I think that's part of the original intention of uh, when I came up with that, question mm-hmm. um because I, I mean looking around us we it, 2020 and I, I mentioned this in the message 2020 seems to have marked uh, a change in our society yes not only in the united states but globally and Definitely. to kind of step back and say okay wh- where are we now in history but then where do i fit within that and mm-hmm. what am i doing uh in in my everyday life that lends itself towards the hastening of the coming of Jesus? Yes. Am I telling other people about it? Am I letting people know, hey, did you notice that the, the fig tree, it's got some buds on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this sign, that's, that's a bud on the fig tree. Summer's coming, <laughs> Jesus is coming. <laughs> it's scary, but also so exciting mm-hmm. because to me, as awful as the signs are and the crazy things in this world, in my head, what kind of goes on is, okay, okay, God, what's next? Like, Mm. what else crazy is going to happen? Oh, something that I really liked. I loved in the end how you brought up John 16, verse 33, because Mm -hmm. um, it's one of my favorite verses. It was my Mm -hmm. favorite verse for the longest time, Mm -hmm. you know, until you, like, get more into the Bible. And then you're like, oh, but this one's my new favorite. But it's one of my favorites. And I loved how you pointed out um, through the many trials and sorrows, take heart for I've overcome the world. I, I hadn't 
pictured it um, in a different way until you read it. And all of a sudden in my head, I heard instead of overcome the world, I am overcoming Mm. the world, Mm -hmm. which because yes, God has overcome the world, obviously, and we're going to get through the end times and he is going to return. But for right now, because of all the signs and because everything is so scary, it's Mm kind of like, well, how have you overcome the world if we're still going through this? Mm -hmm. But it's like, I'm overcoming the world. And I took that as like, I'm overcoming the world for you. This is because I love you. And I hadn't ever like thought about that before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really (laughs) cool. Yeah. The Bible is totally personal. I mean, Mm -hmm. Jesus, Jesus is speaking to us. He's speaking to you. He's speaking to me. Uh, And as I was wrestling with this message, um, in some ways, it's a it's a it's a tough message to proclaim. Right. Because it's like, oh, yeah, Christians always say Jesus is coming back soon. We've heard, you know, since we were children. Jesus is coming back soon. Oh, yeah. Our parents and our grandparents have heard Jesus coming back mm-hmm. soon. And they're like, where he at? Yeah, <laughs> right? all the stories <laughs> leading up to. But I came to conviction this week studying um, this passage mm-hmm. that we need to awaken that fever for the return of Jesus. Yes. Because it changes how we live our everyday life. Right. When I realized that what Jesus has done has allowed me to experience salvation Mm -hmm. and he's overcoming the world, he's he's sorting all this stuff out for me and for you and for everyone else that changes how we live. Yes. Because no longer do I have to live in fear and and go around and be like, oh, no, whatever pandemic is coming next, whoever's in the White House, uh, whatever globally is going on between nations and conflicts. I don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Bible says it's going to happen. Yeah. Things are going to go down. But knowing that Jesus is coming back soon and the time is fast approaching when that is coming spurs me on to want to tell other people about that. I love that. And I agree. I, I've been struggling with, you know, getting caught up in everything that's happening and instead letting that affect my mood and mm-hmm. um, my attitude towards things. And I want to look at it the way like you have described. Mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, so how am I going to show Jesus to others today? Not mm-hmm. what crazy thing is going on in the world and how right. is that going to bring me <laughs> down or no, I don't. I mean, yes, it's important to keep up with the times and the news and everything that's going on, but I think right now Jesus needs to be our focus, not only mm-hmm. in our lives, but how can I spread him to other yeah. to other people to help them have the passion that I have. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I think is so cool. And it the end times give us that opportunity. I mean, we've always had that opportunity, right. but especially the signs happening now, it's God over and over, like, spread my word now, show love now, I'm coming soon. Yeah. So it's really cool. Yeah, the world needs to see that there's a God in heaven who's in love with him mm-hmm. and not this vindictive, judgmental God. I mean, no. there's going to be some stuff that goes down that we're, it's going to take a thousand years to sort out. God's mm-hmm. going to be like, this is why this happened this way. Um, but the world now more than ever needs to see an experience of God of love who is just head over heels and wants to spend eternity, wants sin to be gone, wants all of this to, to just fade into the uh, a distant memory. Yes. That's what that's what I look forward to. Uh, you know, when Jesus comes back, we're 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 in heaven or on, here on the new earth or whatnot. And there's the the hymn, "Turn your eyes upon Jesus." Yes. And the things of this world will go strangely dim in yes. the light of His glory and grace. And I imagine I that, that you know, millennia from now, eternity from now, we'll look mm-hmm. back and be like, "Yeah, there was this this time that things were different." And it's going to cause us to not want to go back at all. Yeah. But 
the the horror of this world, the difficult things that we've experienced will just start to fade. Mm-hmm. Remember like, yeah, that was a difficult time, but I'm just so glad where I'm at today. Yes. And that's because you keep your faith and your eyes on God, mm-hmm. um, which I totally understand is extremely difficult in these times. I mean, we've got social medias everywhere and constantly in your yeah. face. Yeah. I know it was that way with elections or these awful things happening. And I know it's so hard to keep that upbeat Mm -hmm. attitude whenever, you know, everywhere it's doom and gloom, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I want to, I want to see those things and immediately say, how can I help? Yeah. Not, not, oh my goodness, yet another thing. Okay. Well, it's not great, but how can I help? Mm -hmm. Not only to make it better for the world, better for people, but in doing that, it's showing Jesus, which is, I have to remind myself of like, Mm -hmm. oh, if I do that, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Well, it is because like, even if, even if this podcast just blesses one person, that is, that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. Just knowing that you can reach somebody and help them on their walk. Yeah. No, 100%, 100%. Well, I think that wraps our first episode of Elevate Retake. (laughs) I think that's a good spot to end. I think so. (laughs) Any last words you want to add for our listeners? Oh, my goodness. I'm just, I feel beyond blessed to be able to be a part of this. Um, I can't. I can't say I know a lot. I my knowledge on the Bible and especially on like the end times is very little, but I'm excited to learn and I'm really excited for this opportunity to be able to show others how on fire I am and I want to be for Jesus and making a difference. Yeah. So, listeners, wherever you're listening at, thanks for coming along on the journey. Thank you for sharing this podcast with uh whoever you feel it needs to be shared with. And uh, we'll be back with you in a week to talk about the next topic.